0: Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the Clear to Close podcast. I am Carson Jones with Team Honey Real Estate at Realty One Group Goldmark here in St. George, Utah. This is my co-host, Ryan Bolton with Synergy One Lending, Uh, my preferred lender and uh, in my opinion, one of the best lenders you could possibly talk to in Southern Utah. How about that? Is that a good intro? Nice, well done, well done. Your check's in the mail. Good. (laughs) <laughs> well, the, oh, there's a RESPA violation. All right. All yeah, right. no kidding. <laughs> Better edit that out real quick. Um, today, we're going to be talking about thankfulness for because Thanksgiving week, uh, we're uploading this, I think, Tuesday before Thanksgiving. So we're talking a little bit about thankfulness. And in the real estate market, you kind of wonder how could you be thankful for everything right now? Well, we're going to talk about why maybe we should be thankful for a little bit higher interest rates right now and how things have been going up. We've kind of seeing a little bit of a a downturn over a past week and then it goes up a little bit. So uh, I think volatility is the best word to, yep. to describe it. But yep. um, so we're going to kind of talk about maybe why we should be thankful for the interest rates of where, of where they're at and, and what you could do to actually take advantage of what's happening right now. So do you want to kind of start us on where your opinion goes with all that? Because, I mean, I know people saying why in the world would I be thankful for what is happening with the interest rates right yeah. now? But, and I think it- You should be thankful because what it's doing is it's stabilizing the
1: marketplace. It's something where you cannot have a seller's market, a one month inventory and have that be sustainable. It needs to be corrected back to more of a natural market. And this is the natural process with it. And really interest rates are still good. If you look at the last 50 years, you ask any parent, you ask any grandparent about interest rates and every one of them will tell you a story of 10 percent, 12 percent. So there is there is a sense that we are still more of a normal market Th- those rates at the threes and fours are not normal they're trying to fix what's going on in the market well that's been fixed so why don't rates go back up to what it normally should be but look at what else has happened with interest rates you don't have these massive bidding wars anymore that were unhealthy you don't have people paying way more than what the home is really worth you also don't have a lot of financing that is way too aggressive or just giving money away or making these exceptions that are making it worse on the market. So this is a good thing. It's showing the market is stabilizing. It's balancing what it's supposed to happen. So we don't have a crash. Now, all this talk about crash, crash, crash. That's what they're doing to prevent that from happening. And everybody that owns a home didn't get bad financing or overextend or borrow way more than what the home is actually worth. Almost everybody put these large amount of money into buying the home. And they had to do the financing with down payment on top of what they were doing. So you have all these stories of people paying 50 or a hundred thousand more than what it was worth. That wasn't because the loan did that, Mm. that was them bringing the money in seeing the value of buying and the wonderful area we live in. It's people want to be here. They're willing to pay that much more. That just shows you how great St. George really is because of all the people willing to pay and see the value of the home, even if it is more than what it really was appraised for. So, Having interest rates go up, it might be scary with how quick they've gone up, but it's it's natural. It's supposed to happen, and it's going to have more benefit
0: than disadvantage in the long run. It really will. Yeah, and, and I think a lot of it comes down to, I think if people would just maybe take advantage of this state of the world a little bit more, I think people will regret not taking advantage. Even it could be even in short of six months from now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but. With that said, you've got people who right now they're just in fear. They're saying, oh, well, the the interest rates are so high. I'm going to wait for the market, the market to drop. Well, the market is kind of dropping with the interest rates right now. Okay, Um, the problem is the only way the market really, really drops is if the interest rates go even more through the roof, right? Which okay, which which one do you actually want? Do you just want to keep paying more and more in interest or do you want the the market to just drop way low and okay you have a lower purchase price but now you'll have to go through refinance someday when, when when it uh when interest rates drop but in my opinion where we're at right now i mean kind of it seems like recently we've been going in anywhere between like six and a half to seven and a quarter would you agree with that yep, that's been kind of yep yep so the last few months so what you got to remember is that right now just the listing price on the house is not what you're going to buy that house for uh in the past few years if the house is listed at 600, you're going to buy the house for 675 or 700. It's going to be way over asking price. Now, if that house is listed at 600, you might be able to buy that for 550 or less. And sometimes what's even better, which I would encourage everybody to look into and talk to their agent about is ask the seller to buy points down for you, because then it's the best of both worlds. Then all of a sudden you've got a, an interest rate that's lower, okay, that you might even be able to get your interest rate lower than what it will be in eight months or a year. Right. Mm -hmm. So you can have the sellers buy down interest rates. I think is 6% the maximum, 6% the maximum. They contribute up to 6% and then you can still,
1: yeah, there's some certain caps. There's certain bona fide discount points that can go above that. But yeah, that's the general rule of
0: 6%. I mean, just think, just think of that. Even if you say, okay, I want to pay $520,000 for this house. Well offer 550. Right. And then with that extra 30,000, you say, Hey, I want you guys to put $30,000 towards my closing costs. Right.
1: Hey, that's such a great point. I, I have so many times where people see a price and they want to offer less. And I said, really get more for what you're buying. Yeah. Because that's one of the cheapest ways to cover the expense without building it in the rate or use the leftover money to buy down the interest rate that will make your payment less by actually having a higher sales price than yeah. having it lower by building those things in. A lot of people think, well, I gotta have my 5% down, my 10%, my 20% down, but closing costs are on top of that. I, I can't tell you how many clients will call up and say, hey, can I just roll that into the loan? Right. You really right. can't, you can't. You can roll it into the sales price, but you can't, you can't roll it into the loan because it's something where the loan to value or that that percentage down is where the loan amount stops at. So, you can't do, say, 20% down and then add 3% and do a loan at 83% to mm. cover those fees. So, the cheapest way, I've done the math so many times, don't build it into rate, bring in the money to the table, bring in an extra 10 grand to the table where it makes a $5 difference. Where can that 10 grand go? Yeah. They can get rid of the other expenses or just savings, or it just doesn't make any sense to tie up 10 grand to only save 10 bucks a month.
0: Of course, of course. And, and, and the problem is, People look at this in the uh, in very small increments of, of this. They, they look at this as, oh, I'm going to save 10 grand. Well, if you would have, you might not actually be saving that 10 grand at all. In fact, you might be paying that on something that's not equity, right? You might be paying that um, on, uh, on on something that you could have say, okay, I'm going to put a pool into my house or something. Instead, all right, now I'm, 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 I'm just going to wait. I'm going to let it, see what happens. Well, everybody thinks that, What's gonna happen is what they want to happen right yeah. and we've been there I think in all of human history <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it's like it never turns out exactly how you wanted it to well, happen
1: and you look at it, you look at the last thirty years home values have gone up over three hundred percent yeah even yeah. counting 2008 where we had one of the biggest corrections anybody that went through 2008 that's what we all would think about that's what every every right. post you see on Facebook everything another housing crisis this will not be the same way. Now I have people saying this might hurt longer. There's other things in the economy that might be slowing things down that much more. We're still reeling from the pandemic and supply chains and forces well outside of our control with politics and just, election years always cause big issues. Midterms usually matter, but boy, this year was more in the news for midterms than I've seen in a long time. And I think it's a precursor to one of probably one of the bigger elections. Yeah. But I think it's media too, hypes it up so much. It's like, this is the biggest election in our entire life. When has it not been the biggest election in our lifetime? Now this one does feel maybe a little bit more because you've got very much more of a partisan country. There's Mm -hmm. been a lot of changes with it. The reaction to the pandemic is either, Pushes you to one side or the other. I mean, it it is something where the election years are always a mess. I think this is going to be a longer election year because it is something that everybody's gonna be looking towards 2024. But it is something where we're talking about being grateful for higher interest rates kind of feels like an oxymoron. But there's, there's always a silver lining with everything and it's something where as rates go up it will stabilize prices which is what we needed do we really want to see home prices go from three to four to five to six hundred thousand in that short time frame no it needs to be a little bit more steady to allow supply chains to catch up to allow land development to catch up that's something in st george has been always a little behind those curves is just developing the land to even start building the houses and when there's such a huge increase in demand because of how wonderful it is to live here and how we've been so discovered, you're not giving the developers enough time to get lots at a reasonable price. So that's another great reason why interest rates. The other thing, it gets rid of part-timers. It gets rid of uneducated people in the industry, both real estate agents and mortgage. You're not gonna see as many of those people because they don't know how to Service a client and get out there and grind and actually work in the industry instead of just opening up their garage and ABC Mortgage Company yeah. and leads just come in. You mentioned a couple of times you could have got your dog licensed and he probably would
0: have sold a couple of homes. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the past few years it's been easy for, I mean, it's been easy for myself. And then we look back at it and we're like, boy, I wish I would have tried a little harder these past <laughs> few years because look how well we could have done. Yeah. Right. Um, There's
1: always that sense. Our industry, we we did. You
0: always feel like he could have done more.
1: You really do. And in our industry, I saw a report that we did like five years worth of refis in 18 months. There was burnout all over the place, processing ops. That's probably the sad thing that I see in our industry right now is the people that had to work all this extra time. They're unfortunately the first ones that start getting laid off because they're the hard cost to a mortgage. company. like me, we only get paid when we close a loan. Mm -hmm. Same with you. We don't, just like lawyers in the sense we, you don't get paid unless we close that deal. So we're really not a huge burden on the financial, on the mortgage company other than benefits. You know, you've still got benefits and insurance and stuff like that, but it's not that they're paying us a salary. It's not like they're paying us something that, that is a hard cost. We're processing, funding, underwriting. Some of that stuff is a hard cost that unfortunately that starts getting cut. But it also, the cream rises. The, The ones that did the extra work, the ones that are still there, those are the ones that are gonna stick around the longest but it is something where I'm grateful for higher rates because it's, it weeds it out. It stabilizes the market, allows more people an opportunity to buy a home and really homeownership
0: wins. That's just it. It's opportunity. It is. There's there's opportunity in every market. Everything in the news, everything people are telling each other is, this is a terrible time. This is not, not the time to take advantage. That's, that's when the opportunity comes when everybody's saying, Oh no, don't do it. Don't do it. Not right now. That's back. You know, okay. I don't have as much competition right now. This is my opportunity Mm -hmm. because okay, prices are higher. Now is your time to negotiate. Trust me, there will be a time coming that you can't negotiate anymore and your negotiating so right. is going in the opposite direction. And so that's
1: what, that's what you see too. The building permits in Washington County for two months in a row, are like the lowest they've been in 25 yeah. years. Yeah. So builders are pulling back a little bit. So that inventory as demand continues to rise, cause we're still a great place to live. There's still people moving here. Maybe it's slowed a little bit or people are kind of waiting and seeing a little bit more than they were. But I, I look at this and say you're going to have a housing expense yeah you're going to have a housing expense either way why not own it so maybe you can afford 2500 bucks a month three thousand whatever that dollar amount is go out and find the home that fits that budget because guess what will happen if market goes down or opportunities pop up again then you can turn that home into a rental property and go buy another one yeah or it's something where that one's going to have a bunch of equity and what what benefit are you getting from renting it's I, I literally agree. 110% interest. Everybody says it's a hundred percent. It's literally 110 yeah. when you factor in any appreciation, tax benefits, and the fact that rent payments go up way more often than a mortgage payment mm-hmm. goes up. I mean, a mortgage payment is locked in. Yeah, tax and insurance might change a little bit, but your payment's gonna be so much more consistent on a mortgage than it is on any kind of rental property. Rent- and when you write that check every month, doesn't it suck? Doesn't, don't you just feel like oh here's Seriously? another 2,500 bucks like- for, yeah
0: i mean just just for what i do for office space alone it's like man how how great would it be to own own office space whatever you're doing it's like man could i just be an owner Mm -hmm. unfortunately commercial right now is I can't believe how expensive commercial real estate It is. always falls. commercial always sense. is a little behind residential Yeah.
1: because as there's more people that move in suddenly more jobs and more yeah. opportunities, more businesses have to open and they always are a little behind that. But same thing, St. George is so discovered yep. that they're just a little behind making commercial space. There yeah. wasn't that much that was available. So the city had to start allowing more space. They've done a lot of renovation on the downtown area. They've opened up some more land there. So it's always a little behind the residential curve. Yeah. It all kind of echoes in is what it really does.
0: And so I I would say one thing right now with the with this real estate market and interest rates is that there's only really one guarantee and especially within Southern Utah there's one guarantee and that is that eventually here we are going to get back into a inventory problem. We're going to get back to the point where um there's a lot more people wanting to buy than who are willing to sell.
1: And that how many cycles have we seen that with St. George because yeah. it is such a discovered area in these waves because you'll have Ironmans, you'll have marathons, you'll have world senior games, and just the I-15 corridor has gotten busier and busier. Water issues have been have been worked on, and, and there's just so many more people that are finding out about St. George. I often say if everybody in the Phoenix, Vegas, kind of the dirt areas found out about St. George, they'd move here because yeah. there's more color than the, most of the desert. It's closer to certain things. You're closer to other climates. I mean, literally, they got, what, 25 Inches of twenty-five feet, some crazy number up in Brianhead. They open earlier than they've ever opened before, and that's forty-five minutes up the road. Yeah, yeah. Most of the time, when you have this kind of climate, you're not that close to ski or Zion National Park or Grand Canyon or anything. Anything but the ocean. That's the one thing we're not next to yep. the ocean. The only thing, other than that, we have every climate you can think of within like an hour. Yeah. That is amazing, and it's so discovered. You don't have the humidity, which
0: sucks. <laughs> It does. It's, it's dry out here, of course. But, um, but the thing is it's, it's much more livable in my opinion. I agree. It's dry. You don't have to change your shirt five different times a day because it's so humid, Well, I I tell people all the time, you're going
1: to lose three months of the year, at least for snow, humidity or heat. Yeah. Choose heat. Yeah. It's so much easier to deal with. You can get away from you it can that much live. more. You can still live and you, you and you're you going to get Beautiful
0: it. days within that. Oh yeah. You're going to get days <laughs> where it's like, Hey, it's only 98 today and a nice little breeze and it's cloudy. It's great. I mean, and you get days like that, that it's like, this is not that bad.
1: But I remember telling a client, you know, Hey, we're 105. And they're like, Oh, because they know they they're used to 105 with humidity. Yeah. It's like, I, I, I've been in 105 or 98 with 110% yeah. humidity and it's, is so much more well and hard to deal with like i went to visit my brother in florida and he'd gotten a little more used to it and i remember coming out of the airport and just the wave of just
0: i'm like oh man you know i thought i thought it was good high high tolerance it could be 90 degrees and be like this is way worse than 105.
1: it really is and it's amazing how easy you can adjust to that i mean our first year moving down where we ended up going back up to salt lake city for a birthdays that were in November. They were, a lot of family had a lot of birthdays. that just happened to be in November. And I remember we went up there with short sleeves and all this kind of stuff and froze.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and one thing that people don't realize about St. George, they look at St. George and they just think, oh, it's so hot here, mm. right? But that's because the people think that way are the people up in Salt Lake city, which sure compared to salt Lake city or Northern Utah, it is going to be hot here. Mm. But if you talk to somebody in Las Vegas or Phoenix, they say, oh, do you guys get much snow up there? Yeah, they, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're actually a little bit like yours, but even then, we're still a lot of the time seven to 10 degrees cooler than mm-hmm. vegas and phoenix phoenix we might be even more than that
1: yeah and, it, and i think it's the when the heat hits is the biggest difference with salt Lake. you know yeah. their high hits at two you know yeah. our high hits closer to 10 you know or yeah. eight you know it hits a lot earlier in the day and kind of just stays that hot but and you still can do things evenings, at night and,
0: though yeah i don't think there's a place in the world that has evenings nicer than st yeah, george i agree because even in the middle of the summer uh, i mean middle of summer once the sun goes down now of course it goes down pretty late at night. night, but once the sun goes down, it's, I mean, you want to be outside, you're outside, you're like, do I even, I don't even want to go inside because then you go inside, I don't even want to feel the air conditioning anymore. I just want to sit outside. It's so nice. Once that sun kind of starts going down, it's great out there.
1: And that's, and that's really where I've often used the phrase that in St. George, you're more in the painting. Like every, every other place I've been, you know, it's kind of a backdrop, you know, it's a mountain range. It's just kind of this big Wasatch front, or it's just Mm -hmm. Vegas that just has the lights and everything of downtown, that kind of thing. But it always kind of feels like it's just a paint, you know, it's, it's something that's a, a backdrop where St. George, you're, you're in it. It's more 3D. You're kind of driving around these red buttes. You're looking at red mountains that have just more, more 3D look to it. I, right. I think that's the best way to do it. And most of the time you think a desert, whether it's Vegas, Phoenix, it's a lot more gray, just brown, like Palm Springs, just kind of more brown and and not dead looking, but there's, that's what makes such a wonderful contrast with the green golf courses against that gray backdrop. But here, I love this shot at Coral Canyons. Number number 16, that par five, Yeah, we yeah. have all that, Gr- you know green then you got the red rock then you've got then you the know mountain. the mountain right now and you the got a little cap. snow up there too snow. it is one of the most yeah. pretty little views of like every climate <laughs> yeah. you know you can see basically looks like the green grass got rained on you got red rock you got the gray and then you got the mountain i'm telling you what that that's one of my favorite views this time of year is going up number 16 at coral canyon it's just awesome so here
0: we go once again obsessing over our city but that's yep. okay that's why we're here yep. so to finish off i mean should you be thankful for interest rates right now Maybe, uh, in my opinion, I feel like if you are willing to take advantage of it, then you're going to be really happy that you take advantage of it. Hire an agent who is willing to show you the different possibilities of negotiating. Unfortunately, a lot of agents don't know the possibilities right now, but hire an agent who's willing to say, "Hey, I know that we could get this house for five twenty, but we're going to offer five fifty, and we're going to get that seller to give us an extra thirty grand just." to pay down on, uh, our interest rates on closing costs. And then all of a sudden, wait, your interest rate might be better than what it's going to be when it does start dropping here. And, uh, eventually. Right. And I
1: think people need to focus on their payment. I mean, yes, interest rates, maybe your payment at 2,500 doesn't afford as much as it was before, but you have more opportunity. There's more homes to be able to choose from for that payment amount. And you're going to have that payment. Why wait six months of paying 2,500 bucks somewhere else or another year renting for 2,500 bucks a month when, most likely that 2,500 bucks next year won't have as much opportunity to buy a home. There won't be as many in that price range. And there may not be rates even higher that your buying power goes down even further and you're gonna still have that payment. Now, I know people are saying, well, if I buy right now and the home value goes down. Mm. There is a potential for that, of course. But people, there's potential with a car. How many people overbought a car right now and they don't sit there and worry about what that value is? But if you look at historically, even during the worst housing correction we've ever seen, it's wiped away. Yeah, the the values have come back. They've come. Yeah, There's nobody that's lost on real estate in 30 years. It's been the biggest wealth creator. You can leverage your money better. Even at interest rates today, these rates are actually the same as what it was before the 2008 crisis. Right. Right. It really is. So this is more what rates should and normally should be. This is where we hope they will stabilize, of course. But this is, like you said, there's opportunities to buy. If you're not buying because of fear, then every time you write your rent check for 2500 bucks that should be scarier than buying a house right now if you can afford one if you can find one in your price range you will be in six months i guarantee you, it's happened in every market even 2008 if you buy a house right now in six months you'll be better off
0: well you're right and and, and the problem is if you do decide to wait right it doesn't mean in six months from now we suddenly have a perfect economy Hmm. right And you're not ever going to see that perfect economy, but people keep waiting for that. And people in during COVID, they are all waiting for this to be done because it's too high. It's too high. Okay, well, now interest rates are too high. So you're never going to have that perfect point, right? Right. So,
1: And if it does become perfect and everybody else is waiting, what's going to happen? It's going to be a run on the banks again. And all of a sudden, there won't be enough inventory. And you can't negotiate. And you
0: can't negotiate. And that's that's the biggest thing that it all comes down to is that when people get this whole, oh, I'm going to wait until... The market starts falling. Okay, well, now we're going to have buyers like crazy again, and quickly it will turn into a, bi- a massive inventory problem yet again. Yep. And guess what? Now it's not a good time to buy because y- it's going to take you 30 different offers before you get into a house, right? Yeah. I don't know whether it, I've
1: seen it so uh, so
0: much throughout my career. There's
1: always this kind of, I'm going to wait for something better. I'm going to wait for something yeah. better. I'm going to wait for something better. Negotiate I remember like, I remember a guy one time, we had him at three or something, you know, three and a quarter when rates had dropped. He's, I'm going to wait it it's two and a quarter. Yeah. And never, if it did, I don't think it ever got down the low And It was a 15 year term, you know, especially with the situation you had in credit score and all that kind of stuff. But it was, there's always this sense that you're going to wait for something better. Yeah. It's better to buy and then wait. Yeah. There, there's a whole saying instead of wait to buy, it's better to buy than wait. There's nobody that's lost money on real estate, even after 2008. So why are you waiting? Yeah. You've got a certain budget. Go find the house that fits the budget. Worry about the payment. Yes. Interest rates are higher. Sure. We're not going to sit here and say they're not higher but they're not cr- so much higher that it's impossible to find a home that fits your budget now oh. where before it probably was even at 3%, you couldn't find a house. Yep. Like so many people yep. couldn't find in the bidding wars and people are paying way more. That's all gone, which is what we wanted. This is what we wanted and needed. Maybe not quite as quick. I, I admit, maybe we needed rates to go to four or five and then six, you know, over the next little bit, not six and six months, but it is something where this is what we needed. So there's opportunity there. Yeah. Stop listening to people that are just trying to tell you the housing market's going to crash.
0: You got to take advantage of it. And and it's because nobody else is taking advantage of it. Yeah. The past few years, again, I keep bringing up negotiate. Negotiating wasn't a thing. Yeah. You couldn't negotiate on these houses. You were just bidding against other people, just trying to ha- make a higher and higher offer right mm-hmm. now is the first time in a long time where you have the power to negotiate and a lot of that power to negotiate also means. I have the power to try to get my interest rate lower yeah. which is the best of both worlds now you don't have to compete against all these people and you and can still get choose from the interest yeah. rate that maybe you've been trying to get here for a little while it's i mean e- easily five percent or less depending on how much you can get them to buy down uh off of this uh, uh um off the sale so and i
1: say th- something else that we've talked about a couple times i just thought about real estate's local It always has been local. There's regional news. What's happening in Detroit and Chicago and New York and Florida isn't necessarily what's happening here. You have to look at the cities, what cities are growing, who's, who's gaining more citizens versus losing people who's flooding to certain areas. That's what matters on real estate. And really, again, if you can afford, find out what you can afford and get qualified, get pre-approved, just go through the numbers and say, okay, today, this is how much I can afford. Go out and try to find that house. You'll find more now than you did before, even though rates are higher. Yeah. Now, maybe your buying power is less. Maybe you can't do a six hundred, seven hundred, eight hundred thousand $800,000 home for that same payment, but there's more opportunity in the price range that will actually work right and there's more like you said opportunity to be able to pick the things you want instead hey i got one home to choose from i'm bidding with 10 other people and some guy's gonna come in at just pounding his chest and say i'm gonna pay 50 grand more yeah you don't see that yeah i saw a really interesting thing i said yeah the price of the home was 400 it sold for 450 at three percent or now it sells for 375 with a six percent rate the payment's the same because of that correction of not having to overbid for the home. So there is a reason to be thankful for the interest rates because if they didn't go up, that market was unsustainable. Then we're really looking at a crash. The whole idea of this is to prevent crashes and just get back to what a normal market really should be. This is what a normal market should be. Yeah. There should be an opportunity to negotiate a little bit. There should be more than one home to choose from. And there shouldn't be this huge influx of people paying so much more than what the home's really worth. Mm -hmm. But it just, again, shows why this area is so wonderful and why people are choosing and see the value. That's one thing. Locals see a $500,000 house and go, man, that's way more than I can afford. People outside the area going, that's only 500,000? Done. Sold. Give me two of them.
0: (laughs) I agree. Well, and, and you look at, uh, look at people who are trying to sell right now, now it's actually one of those things where, yeah, it shouldn't take 24 hours to sell, but it still can. Mm-hmm. And that's why now, probably more than ever, it's so important to hire a realtor who's actually, they, they know what the heck they're doing. There are so many agents who they just sell a ton of houses. Well, they're just posting on, the, on online hoping something happens. That agent is really gonna struggle to actually get these places sold over these this next little while. I mean, you have to have somebody who can market the house and get it in front of the right people and a lot of that comes with pricing it correctly. Yeah. And I mean, Christine Hansen, she's an agent on uh, team Honey and she just had a listing over right here in Southgate. And uh she listed it, I want to say she listed it at 630 or something like that. And within 4 days, we sold over $660,000 and I think we had six different offers on it. Mm. And so, and that's I mean, October, late October. So, it's possible to get more than what you even thought. I mean, these people wanted to maybe get six thirty to six forty. And we said, okay, let's list it down here because we actually think we could do more. Right. Mm. And sure enough, Christine was able to sell this house quickly for more because she marketed it correctly and she she showed the house like it needed to be showed online in video, in photos, uh, and then just put it in front of the right eyes. So if you hire the right person right now, not only can you still get I mean, more than you probably even want right now for your house, but it doesn't even have to take that long. So make sure, be careful when you're hiring an agent. Don't just hire somebody who just comes to your house saying, oh, well, I've sold all this many houses. Well, yeah, anybody could have sold that many houses in the past few years if they just would have given a listing for 500 bucks, not to name any names, and then just just say, okay, well, here we go. I'll throw it on the MLS, and I'll let you know when another agent calls me with an offer. Yeah, and it's such a good point because
1: there's a lot of people that aren't putting their, their inventory is still an issue. It's, it's caught up a little bit because things have slowed down. The demand has slowed down a little more wait and see that's going on out there. But because of that, there's also the next wave of inventory is also going to be a lot less that if, if there is some sort of correction in rates, even a little bit, like we've saw a little bit and the, the buzz kind of kicked up, even when yeah. it was only a quarter percent better on the rain. yeah, mainly because I think it just kind of stopped that trend. Everybody's like, when's it going to flatten off and maybe hopefully correct a little bit but it is something where most of the people that have a house right now still can't replace it. So they're not putting the home on the market. Builders are slowing down. I think we're gonna have a similar issue next summer with inventory in St. George where we're going to have less choices. So this is usually a good time for opportunity, no matter what the market is, is when you get into the holidays, you get into that season, you've got people a little more desperate to sell because they are selling during the holidays. So they have some reason, maybe a death in the family or they're relocating or, or some reason they, maybe they started building a home in the summer. Now it's getting ready. So they have their home, they have to get sold. There is opportunities right here where everybody's pulling back. There is opportunities because as people pull back, there will be people that are always desperate to sell no matter what the market is. Mm. Those are the ones you can take advantage of when everybody else is pulling back. Yeah, so you're right. just, just hearing the national news, oh, there's a housing crop, oh, not going to oh, up, not, not going to do it. Take a little look at why is everybody pulling back and you'll start realizing that, maybe there there's opportunities in that in those shadows in those gaps yeah. there's always opportunities that's where people make money in real estate it's, isn't when the prices are going through the roof because they had to buy in before the prices so it's a lucky timing thing but that's it's when people that make money
0: in everything yeah right what stocks bonds cars whatever everything it is. you yeah. do i mean that's when people make money is when everybody else is a little bit on the fence oh i don't know if i want to jump over right yep. i don't I, I don't know if i want to go put my dip my hand into that right now the one who does that's more often than not the one who's actually going to take advantage of it. And then in a few years, you're like, man, I wish I would have, I wish I would have done it back then. It happens then. so much in real estate. Yep. I can't tell you how many times, Oh, I wish I would have bought last year. next year, I wish I still would have bought next year. I wish I still would have bought that last year. Right. It happens so often. And, yep. and
1: again, you have a certain payment you're comfortable with. Go buy a house that's comfortable with that payment. You have yep. more opportunities to do it. Guess. Yep. And then wait it out one or two years, three years, maybe. Yeah. Sometime. Maybe forever. Maybe that'll be incredible. I have got rental properties all over the place that because I bought it at the right time and now rents have gone up so much where it's like I'm just gonna keep it in cash right. flow and rent it. Right. Yeah. So I, I it, it is something where it's not all about the investment. There's a pride of home There's a thankfulness of being able to have pets or be able to customize the house the way you want to. And you don't have to ask a landlord, usually a more square footage, you have a garage. I mean, there is a pride in homeownership and the fact that you have a budget, go find a home that fits that budget, regardless yeah. if rates are 10%. You can afford this much,
0: go find the home that fits the budget yep. and buy.
1: Buy, buy, buy.
0: <laughs> I agree. Well, tell us why you're thankful for interest rates being higher. <laughs> I, I think I, it really is something where. I, I would think about it. I, I would think about maybe why you are so upset about yeah. interest rates being so high and think about, man, should I maybe be taking a little bit more advantage of this rather than just assuming that this is the worst thing that's happening right now with the real estate market.
1: Yeah, I think whether it's politics, whether it's real estate, whether it's anything, people have talking points that never go deeper. You yeah. see a headline, they never go deeper. And even we're such headline society now, we're we're a, you know 140 character kind of thing. I'm amazed at how many times the headline doesn't actually match the article. Yep. When you start actually reading the article, you go, wait, that's a, that kind of just got me to click on it or just saw the headline, and that's all I base my whole opinion on. So stop mm-hmm. looking at just the headline. Start looking at what's behind it. What's the motivation of everybody saying the housing market's crashing? Yeah, somebody's benefiting yeah. in every market. Who's benefiting right now by rates being higher? Who's benefiting right now by prices changing? Yep. Who's benefiting? Be one of those people that are betting fitting. Find out the... I always like looking at the opposite side of any story or the narrative that's out there and try to figure out, okay... There is somebody benefiting in every single market. It can be you by being a buyer right now. It really can. So I am thankful for higher interest rates.
0: I love it. Well, thanks so much for watching and listening wherever you guys are at. Make sure to subscribe to whichever YouTube channel you're watching this on. I think we have it on three different channels right yeah, now. Yeah, I think we have our personal ones plus yeah. the clear to
1: close. So, yeah, we try to just promote it as much as we can. So, I have yeah, a lot and, of fun
0: doing this. And, and <laughs> comment because we we also uh, a lot of what we are looking for is is subjects, right? So, comment anything that you can that you can think of that you want to know more about whether it's mortgage wise, whether it's, uh, in fact, I think next week or maybe uh, coming soon. In fact, it might might even be going next week, uh, the week before this, but we'll have a home inspector on and title companies. Mm -hmm. And so uh, let us know what questions you guys have for them, because we really want to to answer anything that you guys want to hear and less so much of just us talking about how much we like St. George. (laughs) Yeah, it comes up a lot, but it does. That's okay. It's great. (laughs) All right, everybody. Thanks so much for watching. We will see you next time.